Welcome back to another podcast, Road to Abundance, guys. Today we have Marco. So Marco, I found him on TikTok. His name was The Ascendant One, and before he used to be Marco No Polo. So basically, I thought that he was super cool. His content was really nice, and he was like pushing um, people to ask questions. So what what are what is happening in the world what what you should look at is the history true and all that stuff that i'm doing too so i thought that it was a super cool concept all these videos were super well done and very informative so i decided to reach out and i was like hey bro i like your vibe let's do a podcast and uh thanks for coming bro no problem thank you for having me like and i'm actually <laughs> honored that you even said all that like i'm just a dude who's out here traveling through this experience that we call life and trying to figure out things and always questioning it. And I always have other people to do the same thing. Like, don't go with just absolute question, literally everything from the time I was young to now, I literally question everything. And as we talked about earlier, remember how, like, I can't really get too detailed with 9-11 conspiracies, but I remember when 9-11 happened, I just questioned like, wait, so why did that building go down? Like no one, even, that wasn't even touched. Why did Tower 7 go down? And why did it go down like that? Well, yeah. how, out, of, out of all the stuff they found, they find like the ID of the terrorist who supposedly hijacked the plane. I asked questions like that. And at the time I was in the fifth, no, I was, what, what grade was I in? It was 2001. So I might've been in like the fifth grade or something like that. But I was young. Yeah. No, correction. I was in the, it was yeah, fifth grade. I was right. I'm just, I just, it never made sense to me. I was just like, yo, this doesn't make sense. And from then on, I literally questioned everything. And I was already questioning things like religion, <laughs> like the concept of religion, like why, well, like I grew up in a Christian household and I feel like as I've gotten older, I started experimenting and learning about multiple religions and trying to share that information because I just feel like there's absolute truth to all of them and they all kind of connect like the blind man and the elephant theory where multiple people are touching the same thing and they're all blind, but they're describing the same thing and they don't know that they're describing the same thing. So it's like the perspective of what they're describing and they think they're right. And this person thinks they're right. And in actuality, they're all right describing the same thing. Science this explains like where religion, we're all explaining the ascension of consciousness. Mm -hmm. And like you have in your background, the chakras, the, 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 the ascension, that's also explaining the ascension process because, you know, the road to ascension yeah. through the root. So exactly, man, that's super cool. Like I remember I was the same when I was a kid. Um, it started with, I was very interested with Egyptian and why were they doing things a certain way? Why they had no religion? Like what, what was, why they were preaching gods and what was the meaning behind all that? And I was always questioning what was taught to me. And, and same thing. I think I was, I was baptized and I was, I've never been a Christian, but you know, when I was young at school, you needed to do all that. And I was like, why mom, I don't even believe in that shit. Like why, why they're forcing us to do things like that. And one thing with, with religion that really struck me when I was young is religion did so much hate and crime and war through times. I was like, isn't God supposed to be good? So that was like, I started asking questions and then, <clears throat> yes, if you want to say like, go hard in the topic of, of, of like nine 11, we're not going to talk too much about it, but like, um, I started asking question, physics question, like steel cannot burn at the at, at the degree that the the fire was happening because uh, fuel from from plane was like I think two thousand one hundred degree and steel is made to resist uh, fire, so it, it's supposed to burn and melt at four thousand five hundred degree. And then how can a tower collapse collapse on itself when a plane hit at the top? So I was like. I was like starting to be like, why is nobody asking that? And then when you learn that all the financial information was at the top of the tower and a lot of the important people didn't show up to work that day. So it's a, a lot of things didn't add up. And, and it's funny because when you start asking questions, people get very, very uh, triggered and they get very sensitive on a lot of topic. Like, why can't we ask like, is the earth flat? Is this, is that? Why can't we just question things? Because remember guys, there was a time that we used to believe, let's say that 
the earth was uh, stationary and the sun was turning around or stuff like that. It could be the case still nowadays uh, because we know NASA bullshit a lot of stuff. Like it's just, I'm always down to ask questions. I'm, I'm never triggered to change my opinion. So that's one key thing that I think you're the same. It's like ask question. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But at least I ask. See, and that's why I say I can't honestly say I don't know what to believe anymore nowadays. Like to be mm -hmm. real, to keep completely. When I post my videos, I don't say this is absolute truth. I go with this is a possibility of this possibly being true. I don't know if we're in this floating rocking space. I don't know if the earth is flat. I've never been beyond lower earth. I've never been up there. So I can't really like say, and you talk about the flat earth. I do find it suspicious, especially dealing with Antarctica and how like these different treaties happen to keep you us. You cannot go. Exactly. You cannot go. Like you'll get arrested and they don't want it to melt for some reason because you, 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 they don't want you to see past it. So what's past it? Why can't we just go? Like shit like that. I'm the same. I'm like, okay, this is very suspicious. Like we know that they hide a lot of stuff because there's a lot of thing coming out like that CIA was um, – released document in 1950 that they were already using psychic to spy on Russian and stuff like that. So, and it's been released. It's, it's now we know for a fact. And just recently, if you want more proof is like, it's funny how the word conspiracy has became something big because conspiracy was invented at the beginning to try to discredit people that had the truth. And, and, um, Elon Musk just released a bunch of shit on Twitter. And it's, it's, he was like, actually guys, I don't know any conspiracy theory that didn't uh, happen to be true that we released on Twitter. Everything that people thought was all oh, conspiracy and this and that. Now we know it's true. And same thing with um, the thing 19, um, all the bullshit that they push. And now they were like, oh, there was no, it, it wasn't a cure. There was no effect. It was not really slowing the spread, this and that. And and now they, they're like, oh, we fucked up. But we knew since the beginning. I've been saying it since the beginning. So it's, it's just funny. Like, and I, I like your, um, your openness to ask questions. And like you said, we don't know what's the true yet because there's so, mis so many disinformation and shit like that on social media now. You're right. And you know what's crazy? We're going to talk about this virus. I'm not going to name that said virus because we don't want to get banned and we don't want stuff to get down. <laughs> no. Two years ago, said virus came upon us, right? And I literally told people, I was like, look, think of it like a boogeyman. When you don't pay any attention to a boogeyman, what happens? It goes away. And that's exactly what I said two years ago. Because I remember Ebola came to the surface and then all of a sudden it was just gone. And then this mm -hmm. virus comes about and I'm like, it's going to be like Ebola. It's going to be gone. We're going to hear about it on the media for a while and then it's going to be gone. And then to my surprise, like, oh, we're shutting down the world for this said virus? What What's going on? So it's funny how a year goes on, we start focusing on another boogeyman. Like when the a war with you, like Ukraine and Russia, like when that started breaking out, it seemed like we didn't hear no more about COVID. And guess what? I didn't like, yeah, people were still getting sick with it, but it wasn't on the media and like the world got back to normal. And I literally yeah. said, we all can have the, the we're, with collective consciousness, how it works. Like, you know, when you think of somebody, we're all connected. You think of somebody, they end up calling you because you're connected. You have an idea, you better put it out there because someone else is going to put that same idea because we're connected. So when we're yeah. all connected like that, we all can collectively manifest this said virus away. And I got a lot of, my that video got deleted. I got a lot of flack for that when I said like, look, this was people's cognitive dissonance wasn't ready to allow them to think that we can't manifest a virus. That's not a way that's not scientifically possible, but they didn't understand the concept <clears throat> of find it and it will go away. The power of our mind, like we, our, our minds are the most powerful tool there is. Yeah. Like, and I, uh, like I no. go ahead. Like a few thing on that. So first in quantum physics has been proven, um, the theory of when you look at something, you make it appear like the atom and all that stuff. So manifestation, it's also been proven. Joe Dispenza did a lot of research on it. There's a lot of things that 
we do control and a lot of people are not aware of vibration and tension and all that stuff. And um, you are manifesting a lot of things. And on top of it, when they frustrate people and when people are, are talking against it and they're just frustrated, it also, there's a scale of consciousness. And when anger and frustration and all that stuff is still low vibrancy. So even if you're going against it and, 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 and being mad and stuff, you're still putting your intention because life doesn't know. It's like, if you want money, you don't say, I want no debt. I want no debt because life will extract the no, there's no negativity in the intention. It's just debt. That's the only word that, that end up. So the said virus, it's like a lot of people were focusing intention on it. And guys, if you want to really have an idea of, um, and not take my word for it because I'm not, this is a very long book and I can give you one book that will prove to you scientifically and they hidden the fact and you can see all the research and the study. It's called the invisible rainbow. Um, do I have it here? Yeah. Um, so if you're looking, it's this book, okay. The invisible rainbow, it's kind of a brick. So be ready. And it talks a lot about, um, uh, it's a lot of, about science and the story of electricity and how we became and, and the effect of electricity, Wi-Fi, satellite and all that stuff on your body and your frequency. And actually influenza is not transmittable. It, there were, they've done tons of study and it's just been forgotten, but it's not something that you can give to people. And in the book, they explain it with the study and all that stuff. Actually influenza and the flu, that's why even if there's vaccine for 40, 50, 60 years on normal flu and influenza, you can cure it because it's an electricity disease. It's basically your magnetic field, your aura that is being um, damaged uh, and being attacked. And it's very simple. We launched thousands of satellites in 2020. So it disrupts the field and, and your body will need to cleanse. And when other people next to you or cleansing, sometimes your body will be like, oh shit, I need to cleanse too. That's why sometimes it will happen at the same time. But uh, I was next to people that tested positive, never had anything. Uh, I was traveling. I didn't get it the whole time. I was traveling everywhere. I was, uh, once I even slept in a bed with someone that had it, didn't get it. Like, and when I started, uh, I saw a lot of thing about 5g online and I was like, me, a question. I'm like, why do people talk about 5g and nobody could really give me an answer. This book um, gave um, me an answer. I'm glad you brought that book up because I I had a whole list of uh, video ideas. I'm actually reading a good book that I haven't uh, disclosed yet, but I'm still deciphering it, the ISIS thesis. And it talks about how we are supposed to merge with a virus in order to not come back into this reincarnation process. That's a video. That's a whole different topic because that's ours <laughs> right in, in there. But I want to say, like, as far as, like, influenza, like, they looked at it back then as being influenced from the stars, the sky, the ether, what is going on above us. So, like, the word is to influence. So, the sickness that was around, like, around the time of the stars of that time, wherever the planets were aligned up in that correlation, that's what was, you know, in, impacting us. And that's what was making people sick. And this book also kind of hits on what the invisible rainbow talks about how like we are these powerful beings and like our body is has a toolbox full of viruses germs and we're supposed to learn germs not run from them we're supposed to like <clears throat> our bodies literally say hey i don't know you i know you we can deal with this as opposed to like suppressing our immune system and mm -hmm. i uh i noticed that like when COVID happened, I turned off the news. I was like, I don't need to hear this. I went hiking. I went, traveled the American Southwest, hiked the Appalachians. I, I went to like Kentucky, North Carolina, South Carolina. And it's so funny because like at that time, like especially in Georgia, COVID didn't exist. I mean, I get like the rules were a little bit more looser in Georgia, but like it really didn't exist. And this was the height of COVID because we weren't, focusing on it and yeah the whole thing like our mindset truthfully sets the tone sets the stage for what we are going to manifest so if we keep setting the tone for this virus to be the big boogeyman then that's what's going to be around and notice how yeah. back to normal 
Like, totally. And, and, and it's crazy because Florida was the same. Like I came through the whole thing, um, in Florida, back and forth with LA. Um, <clears throat> and the thing is it was the same. It was the same shit everywhere. Like, like there was, there was nothing. And, um, my mom almost lost her business back home in Canada for this. They were like crazy. They were giving fines. Like they, they were just massacring people, the economy and all that stuff. There's always a reason behind and you need to go see what's the reason behind that. That's why guys, the, the goal of the podcast today is that you are in charge of your life. You control your life and you should ask question. Don't be scared to just ask question about anything. Like that's what, that's, what's cool. That's what it, I was like, where is all that leading? And it's just crazy that all that stuff happened. It's, it just amazed me how the news was like shotgunning like numbers. And that's what I was telling people. I'm like, guys, like, um, people die like from cigarettes more than this every year. And they just don't put the number. Same thing with obesity. It was 20 million, 20 million. And they still sell you all that sugar and all that crap. 20 million, uh, is literally thousands of dead a day, but they don't put it on the news. That's why people don't see it and, and stuff like that. So it's like, whatever the focus is on is whatever people will see. And like you said, when they want to focus on something else, then they will aim the focus at something else. And then people forget about what's going on. And now it was this. And now it was that I'm, I'm always asking like, so why, like, what's, what's the behind, like, and, and same with war, like people judge. And, and I had a lot of people reach out on social media, like, oh, you should like defend uh, Ukraine or Russia or this and that. I'm like, first, I don't want to, first, I don't want to participate in any of that. And second thing is like, maybe, maybe the president of Russia has information that we don't have. That's why he did that. And maybe they want to portray him like a freak, like they try to do with with um, <clears throat> our old president, like they tried to do with Elon Musk, with Kanye West, like ev every time, sometimes somebody questioned the narrative or someone doesn't want to um, like Gaddafi or whatever, like Gaddafi fucking amazing president got killed because he didn't want to comply. Like shit like that. I'm like, you need to ask like, what's the narrative? Like, and I don't want to make assumption. That's why I don't participate into that shit. When it was about the virus, I, I was making assumption and I was telling my opinion on it because it was not two country going and there was not like a lot of people dying from it and stuff like that. But my thing is like, there's always a reason behind and they, they hide so much information. So it's hard to make a final decision or final judgment. And, and what I like about you, like I said, is you have a lot of cool video, a lot of stuff that I do research too. I don't post that much about it. I post a lot about consciousness and how can uh, people improve their life. And it's been proven that being grateful and meditation and aligning can, um, can make you healthy. So, and, and make you manifest your best life. That's what it's called the placebo effect. And there's also the nocebo effect. So the negative of the placebo, if we tell you that you're going to get sick, you will get sick. Right. Could be any virus, could be anything. And the placebo is the opposite is we give you water. We tell you it's whatever. And then you miraculously heal. And it, isn't it crazy that your mind can do all that stuff? I, I, it's funny. I did a video about how like the army is afraid of people who can meditate and people who didn't really understand it. We're like, the army's not afraid of people who can meditate, but like, no, our minds are so powerful. The army was recruiting people like with this whole pro the Stargate project, these psychic kids, they were recruit like the CIA, all these yeah, the MK Ultra and stuff like that. Like they were recruiting these psychic kids, people who are able to tap into their mind, tap into mm -hmm. the Akasha, tap into these different realms. And I think that truthfully, they experimented with these LSD and these different psychedelics because these psychedelics are in a way portals to different realms, different dimensions and higher states of consciousness that the average person is not allowed to be in because they want to maintain and continue that control. They control you with religion. They control you with propaganda. And, you know, g going back to what you said uh, about Gaddafi, um, when I went to Cuba a few years ago and the Cubans loved Fidel. Why? Because Fidel was for his people. Like, mm -hmm. but America made him out to be this 
dictator. And when you say you question why, like, why are we really, why was the Bay of Pigs? Like, you look at the whole, there's a good theory of, like, why, like, the rich men go to war and how we, as so, like, we are the pawns, like, the soldiers are literally the pawns to this rich man's propaganda. And we, if you don't comply with what we want, like, if you don't apply with, like, comply with what the U.S. wants or whatever the world wants, we, you don't get to put a bank in your, your country, you don't comply. Well, guess what? We're going to topple your government. We have economic hitmen that are going to do that. That's like public knowledge right there, where we literally <clears> say, we're going to assassinate your person and we're going to replace him with our guy. You know, we're going to steal yeah. uproar. And look, look at like what they did with the FTX, like FTX, like how come the guy's not in prison? We know that he stole billions of dollars. Like, like what the fuck? He's flying first class back to his million dollar parent house and stuff like that. Like, how do they let that stuff happen? And it's just plain blank side. Same thing with the Jeffrey Epstein case, just got pushed under the rug. Um, like every time there's, they're under fire. And, and I really love Elon Musk right now. He's just putting a lot of pressure left and right. But the funny thing is he's just exposing what was happening on Twitter and all the censure and everything that was. And now it's like, I just don't understand that people don't see it. And my goal today is not to go hard and, 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 and about the revolution and all that stuff. My goal is to question and, and understand that you are way more powerful than um, they let you believe and that you can create your own reality. And this is scary because that's one of the things why they banned the LSD and the shroom back then, like the uh, psilocybin, uh, because in the... In the back uh, 1970, when the EP were there, they were not listening to government anymore. They were not compliant because the, who want to go to war? If you ever did psilocybin, you're all love and peace and you you connect back to your your heart and, and, and all that stuff. So you don't want to go kill people. And like people were also not... Um, so inclined to do the rat race about the money and all that stuff. They were more like just wanting to live life, what we're supposed right. to do. And, and like, it was not functioning for them. The more people were going there, the more they said they were violent and all that stuff. And now the study are showing that it's actually reducing the anxiety, the stress, the PTSD. It's super good. They, now there's university that are taking back study and, like every time there is something that makes humans stronger and better. Um, and we were talking about something um, about the pharma, the pharmaceutical, like uh, when we, when we talked the other day, it's like in 1900 something early, early 1900. Yeah. They were banning, they replaced the pharma uh, with all the natural, the natural with the pharma and they started pushing the agenda and they removed all the natural uh, remedy. Right. Like, and what is, you look at psilocybin, that's from the earth. Like that's natural remedies right there. It makes us feel good. And it's sh showing like psilocybin and John Hopkins, which is right up the, not up the street, but it's in my state. Um, they're doing studies showing how psilocybin is out producing the leading SSRIs and these reuptake inhibitors with making people feel good. I mean, I've done, I've done mushrooms. I got them right here. Like it's, Knowing the impact of it, like my girlfriend and I, when we experimented with it, we had the best day ever. Like it was just an incredible vibe. The vibe was immaculate. I couldn't re like you can't reproduce that. Like don't get me wrong, you have marijuana, but like shrooms for us that day was incredible. Like that the the little dose, and it's like like anything, like alcohol. If you take too much of it, it's you you're gonna be making deals with God or something. If you take too much of shrooms, like. <clears throat> If you dose it, why why is alcohol legal? Like alcohol is killing you. It's making you in a state that you're never doing anything smart on alcohol. Remind me the last time you were smart on alcohol that you were not trying to fight people. That you were not uh, like when you're drunk. When and and it's legal. They sell it everywhere. They want people. Alcohol is actually uh, that's why they call it a spirit. It's actually killing you and it's actually damaging your body and it's affecting your mind and it's and. It's just normal to do that. But uh, psilocybin that is a very healthy and, and make you feel good and there's study backing it that is positive for your health and microdosing has been like, there's a whole podcast at Joe Rogan that you can watch on psilocybin and, and the microdosing. And it's like, 
why is that that is good for your body they want to ban it and they, it, now it's the bad guy like that's what is is astonishing for me it's like you need to test testing like it, I, i'm not telling you to to do that stuff if, if it's not if if you don't have a calling for it i'm not i'm not promoting that i'm just saying that based on my experience it right, was so. amazing like and i think that's kind of like the older generation like you have the like so, and they're solely fizzling out where they're like oh that's the devil's lettuce oh that's bad for you drugs are bad they're gateway drugs yeah you're right they are gateway drugs they're going to take you to other dimensions but that's what they mean by the gateway not oh it's going to lead you to take like crystal meth or these hardcore drugs it's literally yeah uh, these are i call them tools to connect you to the universe connect you to the ether to tap into um these these downloads what we receive every day we receive downloads literally every day from the universe that tell us hey i'm here this is how you find me i look at these as cheat codes they tell me hey this is how you find the universe this is how like we mentioned meditation meditation is strengthening your mind strengthening you for when you realize that you are more than this this human body that there's yeah. more to you and psychedelics make you realize that like i can't tell like i don't know like i'm a firefighter and i've talked to plenty of people who have had near-death experiences and they all kind of describe the same thing this pure bliss feeling of peace tranquility they're happy this feeling that you just can't describe and once they get back into their body they're pissed off they feel all these angry emotions because they are they're now human again. They're, 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 they're no longer in that euphoric state. Like what is the, their crown chakra? Like that's if you, yeah, it's, it's, it's when the Kundalini awakening and all that stuff. And the thing is the Kundalini awakening, it's not like a diploma. You get it once and it's done. You need to work on it and you need to work for your happiness and all that stuff. And the reason why we live that experience as human, and yes, it comes with emotion and it can be negative or positive. It's, but you choose if it's negative or, or positive. The thing is, it would, it would be too easy if you had all your memories and if you remember and, and you know the cheat code. It's like, have you ever played a video game that you know all the cheat code? Then you're like, fuck, I don't want to play no more. It's boring. Right. So the thing is, when you come here, it's like you forget about all that. But at the end, you'll be blissful. And um, the thing also I want to say is like, <clears throat> I want to talk about like, mental awareness like especially like i'm sure for me what led me to spirituality and probably the same for you is like you feel a little depressed like it's it's so exhausting to do the rat race and just uh having your job and going and you don't really feel fulfilled and and you just follow it's like you pay your bill you eat and they just keep um increasing the uh the inf uh, inflation and all that stuff so your money worth less and less and it, they don't teach you anything to get out of it everything that you need in order. It's like when I was talking to you about business, it's like I had to go learn all those skills. I had to invest thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands into mentors and all that stuff in order to know how really to do business because school won't teach you. It's like the whole system is rigged and it makes you depressed. And that's how you end up being like questioning stuff. Like why is so many suicide nowadays? Like it should be alarming. And I think also to piggyback on that, like for my personal experience, you're right. Like I went through that depression where uh, when I was with my kid's mother, it was, it just felt weird towards the end. We purchased a, a spot together. We had a dog, had my son and it, it was just the same old mundane routine. Go home, go to work, go home, go to work, go home, go to work. And I'm just like, something feels missing in my life. Like it's a good life. I'm happy, but something just doesn't feel right about this. And I had to go through my own hero's journey. I, I messed up and I cheated and I went off and did found myself through that dark, that darkness, that dark time in my life where I went out find trying to fulfill this empty void, trying to fulfill it with women, trying to fulfill it with anything that would give me a temporary high because I was missing something. And I was, it was that rat race. It was that, this isn't where I belong, but I had to go through that darkness to realize, no, this is where I belong. This is part of the journey. Live in that moment. Like that moment 
you don't realize you're in these good moments until these moments are over, especially like you're hanging out with your boys. And then like you're you, you guys talk about that amazing moment years later. But at the time, you don't realize you're in that moment. Like the shortest hand mm -hmm. on the clock is the smallest. That's the current moment that you're in. It's it's fast. It's, yeah. It goes by so fast. And then I try to be present now, like and realize like, look, I may not be the richest right now. I may not have um, be able to go on these vacations here and there, but I'm happy where I'm at right now. I'm happy <clears throat> uh, enjoying the journey. And I know. And you have a whole life. Like, that's the thing. It's like people are such in a rush to get rich and, and do all that thing. But at the end of the day, if you live in the present moment, yes, of course, when you're rich and when you have money, it can get you things and it can get you travel and it can get you. But don't get me wrong. The thing is, I was at that travel in the Maldives, $50,000 trip. And I was miserable on the beach. Like if you're not happy, it's like, you probably ever, you probably seen people with money on a big yacht on, on Ferrari and stuff. And they're still miserable. And, and they try to fuck girl. Like we tried to, to, f uh, fill the void. And the thing is, if you're not happy at the beginning, you won't be happy after, like, it doesn't work like that. And yes, it's the l life is way better when you have money. That's for sure. The thing is, it's, they made it like that. It's easier. No, like it relieves stress and all that stuff. But the thing is you need to be happy and you need to be vibrating those frequency. And then when you get there, you'll be even happier because it's an addition. It's just more of what you want in life. Right. So it's like, it, it's crazy. Cause we all do that, man. I feel like it, cause it's so cool with your boys to say that you clap all those girls and all that stuff, but it's like, it's not cool. Like, it, cause you've been there. It's like, My friends still talk about, they still want to hear the story. And I'm like, guys, it's, it's, fuck, I was like 10 years ago. Like, like, oh, but tell us when you're doing this. Guys, what, what the fuck? Like, the thing is, guys, it's like you get, um, you get like praised for those behavior instead of being like, like, I'm just thinking about a group of friends that back home that we have a, a group conversation that it's a bunch of guys. And one of the guys came to my house and I took him on a three day, like new life, new him. And now it's like all the guys are, you know, they're being guys that like, Oh, I'm seeing this girl. What about this girl? And, and then him, he's just like, nah, nah, I'm doing like Mike. Now I'm going to go in a celibacy. And then he's just joking around. And the guys are like, Oh, that's not fun. Blah, blah. But like, the thing is, bro, if you want to manifest your dream partner, if you want to manifest your best life, if you want to be truly happy, You need to try different things. You need to question your life. It always comes back to question because the thing is what you're trying and what you're doing right now is not working. Obviously, you're not happy. Right. Then you tried something else. It's not working. Maybe it's time to try something else. And and if you see me or other people like you that are happy, and maybe you should ask, like, what are they doing that I'm not doing? You know what I mean? Right. Because, I mean, honestly, I'm going to use two examples. Like, Uh, my dad's wife, current wife, right? She's got a lot of money, a lot of money, so much. She's partners with this big time firm. And my mom, she works for the government. She has money, but she makes do what she, what she does. And you can tell there's a bit of envy with her because the one who has the most money is not the happiest with herself. She's not happy in her current moment. Like, yes, yeah, she travels, but it feels like she has to compensate and like put down my mother because she, there's something internally in her that she's not happy with. So she uses the money to compensate and fill this void, these travels, these experiences, as opposed to just my mom's very grounded, very happy where she's at. And that's kind of how I want to maneuver my life with just being happy with the clothes that I have right now, the, the home that I'm in, like just, you know, I don't, I don't have to be rich and, I tell the same thing. This multi-level marketing guy reached out to me. You know, when high school people, they don't uh, reach out to you. But when they reach out to you, it's usually something along the lines of that. He's like, hey, bro, do you want to make money? And I was like, no, nah, bro, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy where I'm at right now. I don't need to make money. Like money's cool and all. I make ends meet, but I'm happy. I'm appreciating my gratitude. Money comes naturally when you, when you experience and appreciate gratitude. And that's usually, that's what ended up happening. Like certain opportunities present themselves and 
Next thing you know, you're getting money from this way or you're surrounding yourself with people who lead you to another opportunity because you are present in that moment and you are pre- uh, you, 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 are pre- you are practicing gratitude and appreciating what you have right now. Yeah. That's what the universe rewards, gratitude. Yeah, exactly. And, and the thing is, you were born with nothing. You'll be dying with nothing. You cannot take any of those riches. It's like, it's going to stay here. And, and, um, at the end of the day, it's like, I was, I was making a video the other day and I was telling like a lot of people, they party and they, they do a lot of thing and they don't really care. And they're like, Oh, I'll do this when I'm old and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you're going to sacrifice your health to get rich. And then you're going to sacrifice your money to get healthy. So the thing is, don't delay it. You need to invest in yourself. You need to do those things on a daily meditation, gratefulness, gratitude, like just a quick example of how much, um, your hormones and level of stuff can impact your health and your life. So there was a study that was done that people with dog that cut all their dog every day, live 10 to 15 year more than people that don't. And the thing is, it's because of the hormones, like the dopamine level, uh, and all the, like, because when is the last time that you cuddle your dog that you were not fully present? It's like, you, you're just in the moment. It's like your dog is there. You're telling him how special he is and you cuddle him and all he sees because your dog is always in the present moment. All he sees is you. And then it connects you to the present moment. That's how powerful it is. And people forget to apply this to their whole life. So they go on, they do their life and they forget to live in the present moment. And like you said, um, it's like, you remember those, those story of like, people were like, Oh fuck teenage year. And, and when I was young it was so good. Cause I, I didn't have all those, um, like far, I forgot the word, all those obligation and, and debts and, and, and payments and all that shit. And I could just be with my friend and I could just live. And when you were young, you just couldn't wait to be old and nobody could tell you what to do and be a grown up and you forget to live and enjoy that, that moment. And now that it's passed, you see it and you're like, fuck, it was so good. Like, I wish I could go back. And then it's going to be like that forever. And, and, um, one thing a guy said on, online that I saw the other day, he was like, I could be building a fortune from 30 to 50. And if you would ask me to sacrifice billion of dollars at 50 to go back to 30, I would do it. The thing is, Money is just a tool. And if you use it good, good for you. And if you waste your life and you try to work two, three jobs just to try to make more money, but to get the Louis Vuitton or all that stuff, you, you didn't understand. Like it's going to catch you up at one point. Right. And like, it, it's, it's crazy, man. I don't know if you've seen the movie soul where he was, it's a great movie and it really puts oh the kid movie, like the, the, uh, the guitar guy, like, um, the musician. Yeah, where he it it's a the main thing is you see this new soul come on the earth and she's trying to like live these organic human experiences. And that's what we're preaching today is to be in the moment. She was in a moment while he couldn't he had to come back to earth because he wanted to fulfill what made him human, fulfill that that goal of, oh, I wanted to be this great uh singer or i want to this jazz musician and when he finally reaches it he's like that's it that's what i've been chasing as opposed yeah to the, the new soul was just enjoying life the entire movie and i think that is one of those things that put things in perspective for me also like at work i have very few moments that like truthfully like ground me and like humble me where i'm just like yo i gotta take a step back and appreciate stuff because you don't know what you have until it's gone. Um, I had a uh, call where we, um, you know, us firefighters, we're all, we, we don't realize how, like, you get so numb to this stuff because you run these calls every day. And we had this uh, woman, like it was an older woman, had been in like her like late 70s and this younger girl. I thought she was like a teenage girl, but I noticed it was like an older black woman and an older white woman. I was like, what is this relation? But she called just to like, so we can like help get her up and change her. And we're like, well, we don't really do that. We just, is she hurt? Does she want to go to the hospital? But then we realized like, oh, she's not really able to take care of herself or the little girl because the little girl was a minor. 
And right then and there, like they had nothing in their house. They just had a couch, a bed, and a pitcher. Now, the older woman sacrificed herself so she would sleep on the little tiny couch and the daughter would sleep on the bed and they had this picture. The picture was when I really got grounded because the picture was the happiest moment in her life. The little girl was like a little baby and it was when she was adopted. Like they moved from North Carolina to Baltimore and all they took was those three belongings and that's all they had. And at that moment, we had to break them up. Unfortunately, that's because child service had to get involved because she couldn't really provide for her. And this girl's devastated. She's like crying like that. She's all I have. And it's crazy because it's like in that moment, like you didn't realize, like you'd be taking away such a you essentially changing this girl's life because now she might have to go into foster care system or some type of system to where they have to like look out for when she's had a good life that whole time. And that really made me like, I still wonder about that, that call to this day. It happened like earlier this summer, but it really put things in perspective to really appreciate everyone who's in your life at this current moment, appreciate every moment that is great. That's given to you. And, you know, just live in the now, like that's, <clears throat> that's, you yeah. don't know what you have until it's gone and you don't know when it's gone. You don't know when you're uh like my grandfather, he's down in Miami right now and he's in his eighties. And it's just like, I think about it out of all the times I see him, maybe let's say he got forbidden that he passes away at like 89. He's three years away from there. Right. And out of that time frame, I only see him maybe once or twice, maybe three times at most throughout the year. So with that being said, I ha- that that's like me seeing my grandfather only nine more times. So I need to see him more and appreciate him in a moment because I don't know when he's going to be gone. We don't yeah. know when the people in our lives are going to be gone. We don't know what we appreciate and we truly adore is going to be gone. So yes, you have that yeah. promotion right now. Like you don't have the dream job that you you want right now. But guess what? You have all the people who make you happy in your life right now. Appreciate them and enjoy the journey. And the movie <laughs> Click's a great example of that too. Remember where Adam Sandler was chasing these promotions, and next thing you know, he's got he's the big time CEO, and then he dies, and then he comes back. Like that was just a lesson to like appreciate your family, bro. <laughs> appreciate everything. Yeah, exactly. I I believe like for for let's say. I believe that you should be a hundred percent like present. Cause like you said, it's like, not only you don't necessarily need to see him more. It's just that when you see him, you're a hundred percent present because you never know when it's going to be the last time. The thing is, I believe that everybody is in, on this earth to do their own journey. So I don't see my family as much cause they live back home. And now with the restriction because of the virus and stuff, it was really hard to travel for them. Um, cause they refused the shot. So obviously United States was a little, uh, annoying with that. Um, and shit like that. But the thing is like, I went to spend three months back home and I was just fully present for the time I'm there. And I just believe in that. It's like, be fully present. And one question you can ask yourself is tomorrow I get $1 billion or even if you want to be more dramatic and makes you more think in terms of how would you change your life? I call you and I'm like, you got six months to live. What do you do? And then a lot of people are like, well, I, I would drop my job. I would do this, 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 this. And maybe, maybe you're not happy. The thing I was talking uh, with a friend is he's like, I got, I got one year to live, bro. I'm doing the same thing as I'm doing now. Cause I really enjoy my life. Uh, could I be traveling a little more, see few country that I really wanted to see that I'm like, I'll go next year instead of this year. Yes. Maybe I'll book them. But the thing is like, I would still try to help people. I would still try to do the social media work. I would still like the life I live now, I would still do it. And that's how I know that it's the life that I choose and design for me. And a lot of people, it's like, oh, I wouldn't be working that much. I would be like, then don't. Because the thing is, you're doing it for the wrong reason. Like a lot of people, if there were announced that they were dying in one year, they would change their whole life completely. So yeah, it's kind of it's kind of interesting to ask yourself a lot of questions and and see if you're really living up to your full potential. And again, and let's say for an example like you, 
that you're a firefighter and you're like, that's not what I really want to do in the future. That's okay. Like right now you have a son, you need to take care of him. We know it's, it's part of the, it's an obligation. The thing is either you can build something on the side and you invest a lot in yourself, you invest in your time. So in the next two, three years, you'll be able to change what you're doing as work. So that's, that's what's cool. It's like, you're actually changing. You're actually investing in yourself. A lot of people are like, they hate their job and then they arrive and then they drink and then they Netflix and then they do nothing good. And they're like, I hate my life. But what are you doing to change your life? Right. You know what I mean? I mean, I told my girlfriend after our last conversation, she was like, wow, that was a good conversation. I was like, yeah. And I was like, I put in perspective, like, yes, I know that I'm not going to be in the fire department for long. I know my journey, this is a temporary stepping stone in my journey. But I enjoy the people mm -hmm. I work with. I enjoy being around them. They feel like my second family. And I enjoy them. And until whatever this next part of my journey happens, I'm going to continue to enjoy them. And this is part of the process. I can't say I'm unhappy being around them. I really, they're like a second family <laughs> to me. And I appreciate them. And I couldn't be any more happier to be with them right now. And there's going to be a time And I feel it in my heart that I'm no longer going to be with them. I'm going to be somewhere different part of the world, different time zone. But I'm going to look back at the moments I had with them and be like, I really enjoyed those moments. I really enjoyed coming to work with them. And that's why it's like, we all got to enjoy our journey. And you look at, I had a friend who was diagnosed with cancer and she didn't know how long she was going to live. And she wrote a long art, like paragraph on Facebook. And she talked about how, When you're told that you possibly have another year to live, you see the whole world different. You pay attention yeah. to the birds chirping. You pay attention yeah. to every little detail that's around you. You start becoming more present and in the moment because you don't know when your last moment is going to happen. You're still yeah. alive to this day, but just thinking about like to get told you have cancer and you might not live. That right there is kind of like, dang, it's, it's, it's ways deep on you. But that's where the mindset, what we talked about earlier, there are people who beat these sicknesses and illness through a different mindset, change. Mindset. Yeah, exactly. But it's just, it's just good to, to be put in perspective that if you were told that news, what would you change in your life and then change it and make your life happen out the way you want it? Because like we said, the power of your mind can make it happen. Now it's like you'll be paying more attention, living fully. And this can really, really heal you because you, your body has disease, like this ease. It's too word. It's you're not at peace. You may be hating your work. You hating your colleague, you hating your boss, you hating your life. You're with a partner that is toxic. And then you're just so focused on paying the bill. But the thing is take two step back and then you'll, you'll come back. It's like, it's like, it's okay. Like I went through a bankruptcy. I did a lot of stuff. I learned from it and then I grew from it and I became more and I'm not scared of losing everything that I own. Like, <clears throat> it's like, okay, it's a lot of good thing. And I have a big house and I have nice cars and stuff. And the thing is I lose it. I'll know I'll make it back. Like the thing is I just dropped most of my income. Like now my income is at zero and I, I couldn't give a fuck because I'm, I'm ready for the next step. I took a decision and a lot of people are scared to do it. And I understand that some people have obligation, but the thing is you can prep it. You can do some work, you can get ready for it and you can make it happen. Um, and yeah, man, uh, is there anything else you want to say to end the podcast? I, I can just tell them to also go check your video. It's very interesting. It's, you bring some different vision on different topic that is really cool and make people question, um, on a lot of topics. So you can tell them where to find you if you have any last word for them. And I really enjoy the conversation. I hope people can, um, just take some note. And at the end of the day, the goal of this episode was to question, question a lot of things. I, I think uh, we pretty much hit, hit it pretty hard with the question, everything and being aware and realizing that there's this inner consciousness within you where you are not, you are different. You're different. Like you're not connected to that, that consciousness. Like you have to essentially realize that okay i can't take things in absolute like 
this is this, this, like, yes, that's red, but there are other colors of red. There are other, like the sky, like we don't know what exists beyond us. Like we question everything. I don't have the answers. You don't have the answers. Everybody, and, and I think, what's the saying? A man who realizes he knows, a man who thinks he knows everything knows nothing at all. Like, <clears throat> I can yeah. There's one thing we know is we're going to die at some point. So you better fucking live your life on your best term because if you were chasing money your whole life, you're not going to, it's, it's not going to happen because what you're chasing is chasing you yeah. and elevate your consciousness and question and find what's the best life for you and then start living it. Yeah. And I'm going to be real. Like, honestly, you put a good um, question out there when I want a lot of people to really hit on, like, if you were told you weren't going to make it by next year, how, what are you doing to change your life? Can you say you're happy? Can you say that you would, would you say you quit your job? If your answer <laughs> to that is, yeah, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to do this, that, and the other. You should probably start thinking of other alternatives. Like if you do, I, like we say, we have these different obligations. Like me, I have a son, but I know what I've been doing, what I'm doing right now, talking to people, which is starting to generate income. I enjoy that. Like I'm doing what's natural to me and what's fun to me. And that's a sort of mm -hmm. income that's not a lot right now, but I feel and I foresee it. Like I foresaw me getting that car. I foresee that this will take me somewhere to the point where we are sitting next to each other on the beach doing this podcast. Like we're, we're, uh, we're yeah, man. I foresee stuff like this. Like I know in my heart, I'm not going to be where I'm at. And I need other people to realize the same thing. Like your journey is your journey. Stop scrolling on social media, getting depressed because you're not, life's not matching up to this person. You don't feel like you're as attractive as that person. It's all a stage. It's like LA. <laughs> like it's all a stage. Everything's fake. Nothing's real. Go yeah. out and have organic conversations with someone. Go out and do have some human experiences. Meditate. Go on a hike. You'll feel a lot more happier. And that's really all I gotta say, man. I enjoyed this podcast. Awesome, man. And your name on Instagram and TikTok now is the Ascended. Yes, one? you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube as the Incended One. My at on Instagram is chosen for thee because it is chosen for the people, chosen for the people who are willing to question everything. Awesome, man. Well, thanks for, for joining us. Thanks, guys. I hope you appreciate the podcast. I just wanted to give you a perspective on a lot of different topics. This was not like the usual podcast. I just wanted to have a talk with Marco and go check his video. And I don't know if you're going to waste your time on social media and you want to see cool stuff, go there and, and get lost in the video. And then maybe it's going to change your perception on some topic. And um, if you are wasting time on social media, make sure you do it for the right reason. Go get educated. I'll see you in another podcast, guys. Have a wonderful night.